This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free Uncommon Sense Parenting class. How is everyone today? Can you believe it's the end of June? (laughs) I know I say that at the end of every month, but damn, this month really flew by. (laughs) I am happy to see it go, though. June is always so busy, and I feel like I haven't been able to sit down and catch my breath this entire month. So in June... Because it is so busy, we have been digging up some old episodes out of the archives that we reference frequently, but that our newer listeners may not have had a chance to listen to. So today I'm bringing you an episode from 2018 about getting dad on board with making some changes to how you parent your kids. Now, I know I'm sitting saying getting dads on board, but this really applies to any partner in parenting that you have in your life. Dads just tend to be the ones who I have the most experience with being resistant. (laughs) Men are fixers and they often have difficulty kind of wrapping their head around this new way of doing things. So I recorded this episode way back in the day and it is one that we bring up frequently in the posse and one that I thought is worth digging up, especially after a pandemic where Moms have disproportionately been the ones at home calling the shots. And now that things are starting to chill out a little bit, dad is starting to reinsert himself into those decisions and it can cause some tension. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope it gives you some ideas of how to address those concerns. And I will be seeing you next week for a brand new episode of The Mudroom. All right, here you go. Okay, so before we get going, welcome. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Alana Robinson and I'm a parenting effectiveness coach. I help parents of infants, toddlers, and preschoolers understand why their children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or using timeouts. I am your host here on The Mudroom. I also host my free peer support Facebook group, The Parenting Posse, and I have a membership program called The Brain Skills Play Blueprint. So, Hey, MJ. It is time to address a topic that is really frequent in the parenting posse. Last week, it came up again about what to do when your parenting partner isn't on board. This is a pretty frequent concern because using uncommon sense parenting strategies is a real 180 for most people. But I generally mostly see this issue with dads specifically because I'm probably going to take some fire for this, but to be very frank, the toxic masculinity that they were raised with. Many men in the 80s and 90s were raised with the men don't cry, take your punishment like a man. If someone challenges you, you put them in their place. Real men don't take shit from anyone. Grunt, grunt, slap your chest brand of toxic masculine masculinity. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights where my brain is going faster than my mouth. Men were fed the idea that the definition of being resilient is to live through abuse and come out the other side acting like it didn't happen and that it taught you something valuable. 
and that putting effort into something makes you a wuss or a pushover. You just have to man up and use your authority as their father. So it's not surprising that that's what they believe because that's all they've ever experienced. Human beings on the whole are really bad at secondhand experiences. We don't believe it unless we've actually had it happen to us. And many men, consciously or unconsciously, feel that this is kind of their reward for taking it as kids. You know, now it's my turn to be in charge. So those of us who want to do things differently have got to demonstrate to them that being in charge doesn't mean being abusive, either physically or mentally, towards our kids. That collaborating with our kids doesn't mean letting them get away with things. That punishment doesn't actually teach anything and that they'll get far better results and have a far better relationship with their children if they collaborate with them. So how exactly do we do that? Yay, Anna made it to the live feed today. Woohoo! I'm so glad you're here too. Hey, Catherine. Hey, Monica. Hey, MJ and Brianna. Yay, I'm so glad you're here. Okay, so how do we do that? <laughs> Big topic. I'm still kind of sick, y'all, so... Sorry, I'm just going to have to take a second here and pop another cough drop into my mouth or else I'm going to be barking like a seal again. So the first thing is that we're going to start by agreeing to some ground rules. First rule that I want you to implement is that whoever starts finishes. And most men get behind this really quickly because it means that you're going to stop nagging them and interrupting them when they're parenting as long as as they aren't being physically or mentally abusive, okay? Of course, if they're gonna hit them or call them names or you know anything that you would consider physical or mental abuse, you're going to jump in there lickety split. But if your partner is really like insistent on timeouts and that's causing a lot of conflict between the two of you, timeouts don't work, but they aren't abusive. They're shitty and they make no sense, but they aren't abusive. So whomever starts parenting, finishes. And this is much easier on your children because it's way less confusing. I know that everybody's concerned about, you know, if mom and dad do things differently, then it's going to confuse them. Yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah, it will. But children are really good at context generally. They can understand that mom does things this way and dad does them this way. And it doesn't just extend to discipline, that extends to bath time and bedtime and dinner time and any other routine that you do with your kids. Consistency is best, but on the whole, as long as you're both individually consistent, it's not nearly as confusing as dad starting to do a timeout and then you jumping in and saying, no, we don't do that and starting an LCP. What they learn in that scenario is that if they can just get the two of you around when they misbehave, that they can easily deflect the heat off of them by getting the two of you into conflict with each other. So what I generally see when parents agree to this is that dad really is on board when we propose it, but they hate it in practice. Because he who starts finishes. That doesn't mean that you have to back him up. It just means that you have to zip it, stay mum, and not interfere. So when he starts going, Aren't you going to back me up? Because timeouts and authoritarian parenting techniques in general rely on like ganging up on your child. No, I'm not. <laughs> this is your thing. I'm not going to get in your way. I'm not going to override you. But this is on you to enforce. 
not me. We have already established that I think this is a bad idea, so don't try and drag me into it. Same goes the other way, however. <laughs> he cannot interfere with you or override you, but don't be expecting him to back you up. If you start in on an LCP that you haven't actually thought through, don't go looking to him for suggestions, okay? So first rule is that he who starts finishes. Does this sound doable? Give me a yes in the comments if that sounds doable to you. He or she who starts finishes. There's going to be no more jumping in and commandeering the other's parenting unless it's taking an abusive turn. If your significant other starts, butt out. If you start, they're going to agree to butt out. Let's just eliminate that conflict altogether. Okay, Brianna says, two-mom family here, but I think a lot of this still applies when partners have different upbringings. Yes, absolutely. And I'm trying as much as possible to use gender-neutral pronouns. It's most of my experience in this particular area tends to be with men, unfortunately. But absolutely, I don't think it really matters that much that if you have a same-sex relationship that, you know, these things are still going to come up, right? Anna says, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Catherine, yep. Yeah, awesome. Okay. I'm glad this sounds doable. Okay. Second rule is that we don't argue in front of the kids about parenting. If you disagree with how he's handling something and you just can't keep it to yourself, wait until they're in bed or out playing in the backyard or whatever. Don't disagree in front of the kids. Again, if you're disagreeing in front of them, it teaches your children that if they can just get the two of you to witness their misbehavior, the focus will quickly flip to the conflict and parenting styles between the two of you, and suddenly there's no consequence for them. If you need to discuss it, discuss it in private. This also means that there's no snide remarks about each other's parenting styles in front of the kids. So if your child appeals to you to save them, all you have to say is, Daddy's handling this. Mommy's handling this. Whatever parenting title that you use is handling this. If you start in on, well, if that's what your dad said he's going to do, then I guess that's what's happening. Like, you've, again, just turned the conflict between the two of you into the focus. Mom's handling this. Dad's handling this. Mama's handling this. Grandma's handling this. That's all that needs to be said. Now, I know from experience just how hard this is, guys. When my oldest was like 18 months and behavior started to be like real behavior, I gave myself so many canker sores biting my cheek and my tongue. Pretty sure that I like single-handedly propped up the income report for Ambisol that quarter. I'm sure you can tell just from listening to me on here that I'm not one for keeping my mouth shut. On the whole, if I have an opinion on something, you can be pretty damn sure that you're going to hear it. So this was so hard for me. <laughs> it was so hard for a really long time. Like, there was a few times that I'd have to go for a drive sometimes and just get one of my friends on speakerphone and vent to them so that I wouldn't stand there in the kitchen going like, are you out of your mind? What is this accomplishing? But just like anger... It's totally valid to feel those things. You just need to be mindful of how you express them. So first rule is he who starts finishes. And the second is we don't discuss parenting choices in front of the kids. 
Those are our ground rules. Again, does that sound doable? It's just two. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, great, but that still doesn't really get dad on board. But this is what generally happens once those ground rules are set and adhered to. Give it a few months and the kids start behaving much better for you than for your partner. And eventually they make a comment like, why don't they ever listen to me? Or why do they like you better? Or why does he only do this for me? And that's when you have your opening to say, because I'm working with them, not against them. Would you like me to teach you how to do that too? And I can pretty confidently say that because I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again, including with my own husband. (laughs) My husband was the definition of toxic masculinity upbringing, and he did such an about face pretty quickly when he realized that a lot of the time, I didn't even have to do any discipline at all. I just make an observation using a declarative statement, and they correct themselves. And he's now a pillar of patience and calm while doing the LCP. It actually puts me to shame. Like I'm often white knuckling it and like taking deep breaths and trying to calm myself down. He's so calm that it's actually almost threatening sometimes. Like, you know, when you're expecting someone to be upset and instead they just look at you go and go like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And you're like, Oh shit, I really fucked up. This is not good. That, (laughs) that is exactly what he does. And yeah, I had a couple of people when I sent out the email this morning, email me and say like, could you do this with your husband? Unfortunately, I can't because of his position in the military, but um, I really wish that I could because I would love for you guys to get his perspective. Maybe I'll get him to do a blog post or something like that where he doesn't actually have to like show his face. So yeah, now men have fears and their biggest fears when implementing the LCP and skill building in general is that their authority will go out the window, that the child won't learn anything and that they're going to get away with it, quote unquote. When they see that that isn't the case and that in fact they just plain don't misbehave as often because it's inconvenient and they now have the skills they need to do what they're being asked to do, they begin to realize that their way is actually letting them get away with it. And once they have that lens change, they can't unsee it. Then again, you have your opening to start introducing them to executive skills and self-regulation and all that other good stuff that further supports their skill development. And that's when you see the drastic changes in behavior. And the nice thing about this is since many men don't have the skills themselves because of the culture they were raised in, by working on them with your child, they begin to develop them too. Again, personal experience, my husband's emotional control was shit. (laughs) Things were good. He was fine. But as soon as a little bit of adversity or conflict arose, he was all over the damn place. But by working on it with my sons, teaching our sons what to do, he's learning it too. And it's been such a wonderful shift for everybody. It's a process. It's all a process, but it's doable. It's really, really doable. I promise. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Danielle. I know it feels kind of like not addressing it. (laughs) And it is to an extent, right? You're just kind of like, okay, you do your thing. I do mine. But I'm so confident that what I teach works. And I have seen it with one-on-one clients over and over where mom starts and dad jumps in later. 
because they see exactly how much improvement mom is having and they're not getting that on their end, I can confidently say that by taking this tact, by just eliminating the conflict and letting the results speak for themselves, you're not going to cause a divorce <laughs> or World War Three, or, you know, have a huge conflict in the middle of Walmart while your child is tantruming for like the latest Paw Patrol toy. So that's it for me tonight. I will see you all next week as usual for another episode of Mudroom. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us on social. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.